0: Hello. Hello. There we go. <laughs> uh, so episode 163, a little bit late. I uh, was on a roll through the holidays. Oh, got yeah. a couple episodes out right after Christmas. I was like, good to go. And then looked up and went, well, it's February. I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the rest of January? Oh, yeah, just snuck up. At least for me it did. (laughs) Me too, clearly. (laughs) Hey, so I am, who am I joined with? Who are you? I am Benjamin. You've been here before. Yes, I have. (laughs) How you doing, Benjamin? Oh, doing just fine. How about you? Good. So, uh, ironically, I felt that today's topic would be Awesome for the two of us to do together as a pair, as a group, if you will, you know, to, to join together as a team and cooperatively cover solo games <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> because why do solo games alone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so I have a number of games in my collection. I know you have a number of games in your collection.
1: Hmm.
0: That can be played solo, yes, now, I do not have any games that are intended to be played solo, do you so i I have games that are it's maybe it's not written on the
2: box that it's solo, but they play so darn well solo that I at least consider them to be <sighs> considered solo first and other players second so
0: okay so. I think we need to, that is a great point. I think we need to come back to that, yes. right? Because I, I agree. I have at least one game that actually is clearly intended not to be solo. That now that I've played it solo, I realized I have yet to play it not solo because it works so well solo. But so let's come back to that topic. So, but you don't have any of that, like, so there was a game that was just released by Stronghold Games called Coffee Roasters.
1: Hmm.
0: And it said, Players
2: one. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't right? have I don't have anything like that okay. in my collection necessarily.
0: Uh there was another one about a snake swallowing you, which was like players zero to two. Because technically <laughs> you could make the game play itself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Right. There were rules on both sides to uh so but there is a number of games out there that, like you said, actually play well solo. And you have a number of those. You play a lot of those. I play a, a handful of those. In addition, there's a new, a new fad. Maybe I mean I guess it's not that new, and I guess it's not really a fad. Um, there, there is a uh, the the Automa factory, right? Yeah, so yeah. stonemeyer Games now comes almost. I think every one of their games, or almost every one of their games, comes with a way to play solo with basically a pseudo artificial intelligence built into the game that is an add-on um I know Jamie uses uh we talked I talked a little bit with him about this uh on the interview just a couple of episodes ago for those who want it um but um he uh the company is called the Automa Factory I think um, but there 's basically a company out there that will take your game take your board game when you 're designing it and figure out how to make it solo playable huh interesting, yeah, so like you can play wingspan solo and viticulture, and now, in fact, with the latest expansion, Euphoria has a solo. Uh, solo component and automa for it. So you know some some of our favorite. I mean, I know you like the the Stonemaier games as much as I do. Oh yeah, um, and so. then
2: also like Star Trek Two didn't with the Borg and all that. Can't you kind of play that solo? So too? that's
0: another great point. Yeah, uh, the the Star Trek Ascendancy you can play solo. I've gotten wrecked <laughs> multiple times alone against the Borg, and uh, and we've gotten wrecked cooperatively against the Borg. <laughs> Feels equally bad both ways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, so, Benjamin, I like what are some of the other games you have that are that are that you have found to be good solo games? So, I
2: am somebody who really likes narrative games. So, for example, I have uh Sherlock... uh, What's the exact name of it? But it's like... Oh,
0: Sherlock Holmes Detective Agency. uh,
2: I believe that's the title of it. It has three different um, kind of editions of it. I find that game is fantastic to play solo. Um, If you're able to find a second person, it's also good with a second person, but I think it's fantastic solo because you can kind of take your time with solving the mysteries. Um, Another game that I really like is Aeon's End Um, because that game has so much content... Uh, if you have all the expansions and everything with it, that you're never gonna have, find time to play through everything with with a, a group uh, necessarily. Um, so, for example, that's that's uh, second one that I think is fantastic as a solo game.
0: Now, that's and, and that's good because typically, especially when we talk about solo games, I almost always expect because I know you that all the games you list off are going to be card games. <laughs> <laughs> that is right? about 90% of the solo games, yes. So, is there a way to play, like, Tragedy Looper solo? Unfortunately, no, no.
2: because it really is a...
0: Overlord-type Overlord-type game,
2: right? game. You can easily play it uh, with two players, but one player you
0: really can't. You'd be yeah. trying to thwart yourself. <laughs> so uh, so there is... Uh, we can go through sort of uh, favorites in a whole number of games... Um I, I guess sort of the resounding question a lot of people would ask is board games are communal social things, right? Yeah. People have Xboxes now, people have Playstations, people have their phone for Candy Crush and the Smurfs or whatever my wife is playing, (laughs) you know, Pokemon Go. Like, there are so many avenues out there right now to just play a game by yourself, right? Actually, get some gameplay in and play Mm -hmm. a game by yourself, Uh, There's avenues to play board games by yourself. So you can play Scythe on, you know, uh, Scythe, a big strategic miniature game. You can play that on Steam on your computer. Uh, Terraforming Mars is now on the iPad. Takenoko, Ticket to Ride, Carcassonne, right? These are all classic board games, or even if not classic, they're all board games that you can play all by yourself on your electronic device um, solo against an AI, an artificial intelligence. Why, in your mind, do you go by a card game or a board game that you have to set up and tear down and keep pieces of, take up shelf space? So for me, at least, I would say there's a good
2: amount of of just the the physical components of it there's just some sort of it, it brings some sort of not it's not really the correct word but uh, like <laughs> sorry for the language like epicness to the game I like it. uh you know while, while you have these physical things on the board um also just kind of uh it uh just um at least for me, a lot of times with a lot of the solo games, uh, sure, you can save stuff on on the computer and all that. But I always like, you know, I'll play a bit of the game. I'll keep it out on my board. I'll go to work or something. I'll come back and I'll be looking at that board. I'm like, man, I really got to get back into that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I can see that now. I've had kids in the house. I have a cat and I have a wife. It's a lot harder for me to leave something out. Mm-hmm. Most certainly. <laughs> um, I, I mean, for me, I, I think epicness is a great example. One of the games I find that I've in, super enjoyed solo and I actually think is more well-balanced solo <laughs> is uh, Dark Souls. Hmm. The board game. Not the video punch yourself in the nuts game. <laughs> um, which I don't. Which, amusingly, here's a game that's based on a video game that I don't enjoy the video game, at all. Oh yeah, because it's a button, a button pushing masher cruncher. I know if Dixon was here, he'd be like losing his mind, rolling over, <laughs> like, bursting into flames. This is wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, but I find the board game actually enjoyable, and I I find it very well balanced solo, and have actually played like I've had a Sunday where I was like. I'm just going to play some dark souls and see how far I can get and played through multiple bosses. Right. And put stuff together and, and, you know, had a lot of fun with that. Um, I also ended up beating a big ass dragon. So, you know, I, Hey,
1: <laughs>
0: so. um, so I, I certainly have games like dark souls, uh, a game called gloom of kill uh, gloom of kill is, I've played that multiple times solo.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, Gloom and Killforth is by. Um, ooh, this is oh, this is bad. Uh, I am going to look this up real quick. Oh and, boy, have you uh,
2: really played it that many times?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, funny enough, I have. Um, I actually okay. So here's another great example. Why play? Um, why play some of these games solo? Gloom and Killforth, which is here we go. Uh, it's uh, the designer is Tristan Hall. It uh, was published by Hall or Nothing Designs. Um, and here's my cat coming in. <laughs> so uh, Gloomy Killforth is a great game. It's, it is cards, but it is very similar to um, Seventh Continent or Tainted Grail. Okay. Where this has some standees on it. But there's a set of cards. Like in this, you actually set out a set of cards. I can't remember if I showed you this or not. You actually set out a set of cards for your world. I don't think I... So there's like a central city, and that is a card. And you actually put your character, Standy, on that city. You have a card that's your character. And then there's different land types. So there's, like, mountains, and there's a deck of mountain cards that are all mountain encounters. There's swamps. There's a deck of swamp cards, right? Um, So you lay out this world, this sort of grid of cards. Beautiful art. I'm going to have to show it to you, Mm -hmm. right? Really, really incredible art. And then there are three different decks, kind of. There's one bad guy deck, but there's a certain three different ways to build it, and you're actually fighting a big, bad, evil demon who's breaking into the world and descending the world into gloom, into shadow, which okay. is the gloom of Killforth.
2: Okay, yeah, you've at least told me about this, but I'd be interested yeah. to see see what it's like.
0: And it, so this is really cool because it's something you probably could do it on a I you could do it on a computer. But there's something about the art on the cards themselves just a very visceral epicness
1: mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah it's
0: like in in these in this case they are these beautiful full color cards and then you flip them over and it's the same art but it's all grayed and washed out and oh. it's uh and you can f- like visibly see the land dropping into shadow and and yeah you could do that but there's something about having it on <laughs> the table in front of you
2: And uh, I guess on that note as well, thinking about like mechanically of things, like one other thing that I really like about having it, you know, be a physical game rather than you know computer game is is whenever you need to roll dice for for a solo game, uh, yeah, you actually have dice. You actually have dice instead of going, you rolled a fourteen, you know, (laughs) Uh, oh, just something about that, you know, keeping you on the edge of your seat and stuff like that, and just the physical weight
0: of dice, right? Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, everybody loves rolling dice. Um, so where I was going to go, Gloom and Killforth I've actually taken with me on trips. Hmm. Because it's a couple decks of cards, some dice, and some counters, I can pack all that up into a smaller box than it comes in, toss it in my suitcase, um, and go. Now, another good reason for solo playing games um, Especially cooperative games and or automa, as long as the solo play and this is a good reason as long as the solo play doesn 't change the rules of the game and the mechanics of the game drastically, and that is for take me for an example, I am often teaching new games to people or i'm hosting you know bill 's board game breakfast or mm-hmm. something like that where it's like Okay, well there's going to be questions, and even if everybody knows there's going to be questions, I need to have a little more knowledge than everybody else because I'm the one with the new game and hosting. Hmm. So how do I sit down, play this game, get a feel for the mechanics before everybody comes over so I can teach other people? Hmm. And and that is that is a very compelling real reason to have some sort of intro solo version of the game is to be able to learn the rules because games are getting more and more complicated. We're not all playing percheesy or sorry anymore, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Most certainly. Um, so, um, what makes a good, seeing stuff pop around in my peripheral vision here. What makes a good, what makes a good solo game? Like, because people are out there now and they're like, hey, this is something we talked about beforehand, right? I, like, I asked you, do you have any solo games, like Coffee Roaster or something like that? And you were like, ah, uh, eh. Yeah, so, <laughs> so what makes a good
2: solo game? One thing that I, that at least for me, I find great is something that has a very, very big emphasis on story or kind of like. Or of a choice is kind of another thing with, like, choices of self-choices that, like, really evolve what's going on. Um,
0: I don't know. It's I would to. say I, I, there are certain things I think make a not good solo game, mm-hmm. right? Anything where you're just trying to build an engine.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Something that's, um, it just kind of like, just do the most efficient thing really, you know, and just watch "Eh, it roll out by itself.
0: Yeah. Which, which is good when you're playing in a group. Like a lot of these Euro games where you're building engines, awesome in a group because you're trying to beat everybody else's engine. But when it's just you, it's like, and I win. Yeah. eh? um, I think it has to be hard.
2: Yes, I do agree with that. It has to be challenging. You can't be going in there expecting to win 100% of the time, I think.
0: Uh, yeah. I, otherwise, go play Candy Crush. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, I think it has to be hard. I agree with you. A story is a huge help. The games that I am drawn to most as solo games have some sort of compelling story behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly i have not pulled out many of the while the automa on a lot of the Stonemeyer games i think is awesome i have rarely pulled them out in the games i've played
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i i can see why at least from our little discussion here is there there are games that kind of when you have other players around, it's great, but they kind of play themselves a little bit. At least with bit, the Stone yeah. games, where it's it's like you're saying, it's a lot of them are kind of engine based. I can definitely see with like Scythe why playing that by yourself with an Automa might not be the most fulfilling sort of gaming experience to have. Um, but yeah, I do agree with it's something that has to has to be hard, uh, or for the most enjoyable part, has to be hard, has to have kind of story and and just kind of. Choices, things that make it not really play itself.
0: Now, you've played Vindication, right? Yes, I have. Very pretty, big. So Vindication, when they did their expansion, came out with a solo module. And the solo module was challenging and was story-based. And I got it and was like, okay, let's go and and sat sat down and played multiple games of that and had some very cool stories out of it. Um, Dark Souls. I've sat down. Dark Souls is very challenging. Um, Dark Souls is one of the... I, I'm just as I touch on it, Dark Souls is one of those weird ones for me. I think the game is better and balanced. I think the game has better balance. Still having challenge, but a better balance overall for a solo player. But I would prefer to play that in a group
1: because
0: hmm. it's a dungeon crawler, and like having a group talk about the story of the fight is just cooler to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Um, but then I get frustrated because I can see like there is a gap in the challenge and the balance in the game between playing solo and playing uh, basically with multiple people. Yeah. Um I think anybody out there looking for a game, I mean, to start with, if you, there are people that work odd shifts, right? Um, shift work, people that are working midnights, they're up late at night or whatever, they're not able to get out to the game store. Uh, people who are traveling, I travel a lot. Um, so I really am appreciative of the games I can play solo and especially ones that'll pack into my suitcase. Um,
2: certainly also people who, you know, live, uh, kind of in areas without local game stores or, you know, without the the local people to play with really.
0: Yeah. Really rural areas where you might have a group of friends, but it's a lot harder to get that group of friends together regularly Mm -hmm. and you're really into gaming. Um, I think those are all good. You know, good re- good ways to look at. Hey, I want to pick up a game and play solo, as opposed to sit and paint my miniatures or like they're, they're, it's it's one of those other things you can do gaming wise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, how do those people identify a game that's solo? Because not every game is going to say one to whatever on it, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anything that's a cooperative game, yeah. Anything that's a cooperative game can be played solo. Now, I don't think there. All great solo. True, uh, I will say that. I'm trying to think of a good example of a Zombie Side is a great game to play solo because hmm. it's going to be ruled by the alpha gamer, anyways. Um, uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue, and I was thinking of a game I have that uh, I, I, I think is not as great solo. Hmm.
2: Well, I have an example of a game that can be played solo, but I think is really shouldn't be played solo if yeah. that's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um. So, for example, Terraforming Mars. That game can be played solo. Yep. I think the solo experience in that game is pretty awful, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah,
0: because you're. It's better to struggle against. You know, kind of struggle with other people. Yeah, and also it's a
2: case of the game. I feel like kind of plays itself a bit when you're playing solo. Um, huh, there's not okay. a lot of meaningful choices. Because half the time you are drafting a whole bunch of cards and throwing, you know, most of them away and just keep going, come on, when I'm going to get something
0: useful. That's fair. No, I I absolutely can see that. Um, Pandemic is one of those games that could be played solo. You're playing it cooperatively. You're playing it against the board. But... I think it's probably better, you know, with a group. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of those games that I think plays better with a group. Um, now, maybe you're going to want to sit down and you want to go through it. And I think where that may change some is if you really want to play it solo, go get Pandemic Legacy. Yeah. Because then you have a legacy story that's built into it. Mm-hmm. Um I still feel like it's. I still feel like there was one on the tip of my tongue that I'm missing, but I'll remember it and I'll be like, "Oh!" (laughs) And then I'll rush downstairs, turn the mics on, record like a two minute snippet. There's going to be like a gamers lounge that's like this game. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's like, "We don't understand." Yeah. (laughs) Um, board game geek has two different lists I pulled up. Um, one of those lists is. Uh, this, yep, this is the other list. One of those lists, huh. Okay. There we go. I I, I drifted off the screen. One of those lists is just the games that can be played solo, you know, single player. Um, And this is ranked off the hotness, so, you know, of course we're looking at some games that are pretty typical here. Yeah. Right? Um Gloom Kill For- uh, I'm sorry, Gloomhaven. Mm-hmm. Scythe, Terraforming Mars, Agricola. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I I, I also was not aware. Hmm. Arkham Horror the Card Game. Oh. That's actually a real that's one I think Um Arkham Horror the Card Game is interesting to me because Lord of the Rings, the card game, is also on here. So those are both fantasy flight games. I knew that they could be played solo. I've heard really good things about the solo play of Lord of the Rings. Not so much of Arkham, Arkham Horror.
2: Yeah, so I've done the Arkham Horror solo myself. Yeah. What do you think of that? Um, I think it's really good. Um, it's a game that I do think is is better if you can get a second player, but it still plays fine and it's still really fun with the the story elements of of playing it solo. Uh, I think it works fine. Um, kind of in a similar vein, another game that I actually really, really enjoy solo and is about the only way that I can get to play the game is Apocrypha, a game that I really enjoy. Um,
0: yeah, you. I, I mean, Apocrypha. <sighs> yeah, and I mean. I, it- I think Apocrypha for you is like Gloom and Killforth for me, right? I my, my wife has played Gloom with me a couple of times. I really enjoy it. But what I've mentioned to people, I get a lot of, oh, yeah, that's. Sounds interesting. Yeah, apocrypha. We've we've all sat down and played apocrypha at least a couple times with you, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yay!" Oh, it's great because I, I come to the table. I'm all excited. Like, oh,
2: this is what you can do. We can read the story. We can do all this. And then by by like halfway through the night, everybody's like, "Yeah, I play can, this card." Can I, can I just
0: close the school, please? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. There's such neat stuff. Going-. Oh well, but. But
2: uh, that's another point for the solo games, is you can... Uh, you can Those games that you really like that nobody screw else
0: likes... My, screw my friends. They're not my <laughs> friends anyways. <laughs> not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this is the one that was on the tip of my tongue. Kingdom Death Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kingdom Death Monster can absolutely be played solo. There are so many stories that come out of that game, it should not be. Oh, yeah. It is. But but funny enough, I think it fits all of the all the things that you and I look for in a game, right? Yeah. You cannot argue the Kingdom Death Monster is not epic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> epic. Like, the models are epic. The di- It has dice rolling. You're mm-hmm. rolling dice. Dice rolling is fun. It's hard. Oh, yeah. Right? Your butt is going to get kicked. <laughs> no argument there. It's hard. But it's cooperative. Mm-hmm. Unless you're playing with Josh's group. <laughs> um not just Josh, Josh and Conry, you know, the uh I keep my shit all to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, um yeah, it's a cooperative game. It's a campaign game. It's got story to it. It's like it, it hits every one of those boxes. I think the only thing it also hits that we hadn't talked about, and I don't think this is a factor of good cooperative games, is it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, I Kingdom Death Monster is uh Mage Knight the board game. Have you ever played Mage Knight? I don't think so. So it's weird. Mage Knight, I've heard through the years and never played.
2: Yeah, because I, I I know I know Joe has talked to me about it before, but I've
0: yeah I don't think I've ever gotten a chance to play it. Yeah, pandemic's on here, of course. Um, no surprise. Seventh Continent. So I've been playing a lot of Tainted Grail lately, and Tainted Grail is awesome, absolutely awesome, and Tainted Grail. It has been compared a fair bit to Seventh Continent for a bunch of reasons. And I think I can see... So Tainted Grail is four players. Mm -hmm. We're playing with three, which means we have a character in the story who's just sitting out. And I will fully admit that uh, I have been sorely, sorely tempted in between game sessions to just take that other character and start playing in the same campaign and world without actually meeting up with and then, like, (laughs) shuffling everything back together so nobody knows. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's none the wiser. So, um... Like, you know, in in Seventh Continent, I imagine, falls into the same thing. It's card-driven, so it's easy to pack up. It's exploration-based. It's... Got this incredible story behind it. There's no dice, but,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. Um, Arkham Horror, Robinson Crusoe, Eldritch Horror. A legendary, a Marvel deck-building game. Okay, Benjamin.
2: <laughs> I have tried that before. It's not my cup of tea, because I'm not, I'm not a Marvel guy. Not, not a superhero guy.
0: Have you played many of the legendary games, though?
2: Uh, I I have, not, not many, but I have played some.
0: Okay. But. Um, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective is on here.
2: Yep, great game.
0: Um, spirit Island.
2: That can be played. I, I mean, technically, I, yeah, because you just play as like two characters or something like that, I imagine. Actually,
0: I, I played it solo with one spirit. Oh, really? Yeah. Still works? Uh, you pull out, so, I mean, you've, you've played Spirit Island, right? Yeah. So, so for anybody listening or the, the listener who hasn't, Spirit Island, okay, so this is going to sound really bad. Spirit Island is a game about hating the white man. <laughs> um. Except that it really is. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm I'm in every way wrong, but I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, so it's um, colon you know colonization in in the colonizers are coming to an island. You play one of the ancient spirits on the island who's fighting off the colonizers. The the you know the and and of course all the pieces of the cities, the towns, and the explorers are white meeples <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> right where uh you know where uh, plastic meeples where the uh the natives are these sort of uh natural wooden you know <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, brown uh yeah it's it's pretty bad <laughs> um, that that's just i it's a good stroke of irony in there, and I have to imagine it was intentional but um but yeah, so. In Spirit Island, if we're going to have four players, and it goes, you know, it goes up to four, if we have four players, everybody picks a spirit, and you pull out four tiles that fit together to make one island. But when you play solo, you set it up the same, you just pull out a single tile. Hmm. And you're just playing on that one section of the island. Hmm. Okay. So, now you could take multiple. Uh, like Josh and I played the other day, and we played a four-player game where we took two spirits each. Now this is actually another good game plays well solo uh, I would say it plays well solo take one spirit becomes less good when you try to play multiple players cooperatively. Hmm. So Dark Souls Side. I'll just take four survivors. I'll set up four panels, four boards, survivor boards, or four explorer boards for Dark Souls, and I'm good to go. There's not a lot of management there. Mm-hmm. Spirit Island, there is enough management in what you're doing mm. that taking two and then three and then four spirits and trying to do it all yourself, gonna get really heavy.
2: And the thing is, too, is at least if we, we take Dark Souls kind of the other side where it's, you know, really good with a single player, even if you're playing multiple yeah. characters in Dark Souls. In Dark Souls game, the the strategy per character is kind of a lot more straightforward, I feel. With, like, the Spirits and Spirit Island, there's, like, very different
0: a, a lot of ways you can tackle and very different play styles and yeah. stuff. So, um, yeah, so this is another game where I would say, great game to pick up if you want to play solo, but... Don't push it too far. Like, play play the one or two Spirits and just go with it there. It's not an amazing game to play solo.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, this is also a great game. Like, I would have a, have had a really hard time. If I had not been able to play this game solo, I never would have figured out how to play it. Because the first couple of games that were taught to me by people who had already played it were taught wrong. Hmm. Because it is a complicated enough game oh, yeah. that it takes a couple of plays to get all the pieces and parts down. Um, Let's see, what else we got here? Sentinels of the Multiverse. Oh, great game, love it. I, yeah, I, I mean, in, in great to play solo. Oh, yeah. Um, Forbidden Island. I, 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 You know what? Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert, I haven't played Forbidden Sky yet, but Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert... Forbidden Island especially Feels like This game feels to me like a solo game That they said Yeah, okay We gave you four characters I guess you could have different people sit around uh-huh. And follow the person that knows how to beat it <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah Like it, it suffers a lot from Alpha, alpha player-itis mm. How do you like that?
2: Yeah, so I don't, sorry, itis to- so I I have a game that's exactly like that too. Um that is it's it's technically a cooperative multiplayer game but yep. I, it's but it's always controlled by the alpha gamer which is a uh, big book of madness. It's a game that I I don't know if you've played that with me yet. I think- I think I have, but it's it's that like kind of Harry Potterish yeah, kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played yeah. that. But we it, played that over
0: a, at Convey's one day.
2: Yeah, but oh man, it's it's another game where it's when you get multiple players playing cooperatively, it becomes really just uh, we all know what we need to do. Nobody really right. gets to make a choice on their turn because everything's kind
0: of you know laid out laid out for them. So, and once somebody makes a choice. Everybody else either follows along or you lose. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, it's... So... Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um see if anything else jumps out here. Charterstone. Charterstone I find interesting. Charterstone, so I played a fair bit of Charterstone. I never finished the campaign. You have to play with the automa. Um, I will say this. I don't know how well... I think with the Legacy game, Legacy games always play better if you can play in a group Mm and share the story. That said, Charterstone is a game that I would describe as a fantastic game that had legacy added onto it, Hmm. as opposed to a legacy game that's good. A lot of game there. I never felt really pulled into the legacy elements. And I wonder, in this case, if that would make it better to play, because it's a worker placement game, so you put the Automa together and you go. Mm-hmm. And you just get to experience some of the story. Um, it might actually make it a little bit better because the competition in the game its not really heavy competition. Oh, yeah? yeah, it's uh... I... Uh, was that was
2: that just the people you were playing with, or is that really the mechanics of the game, that you're not interacting so much
0: with each other? I will leave that judgment to you. Okay. The game was me, my wife, John, and his son Cameron.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: John is pretty laid back. Cameron is not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, and but Cameron was also losing and was in last place. Hmm. So, yeah, Turner sounds kind of an interesting one. I want to go back to it because I do want to finish a full campaign of it. Um, but I think that's more of my OCD, not being able to finish the campaign and being annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> uh, so. Uh, too many bones. Have
2: you played Too Many Bones? Is that the pirate one where you roll dice and stuff like that?
0: I think it's a th- massive dice game. Because I think I remember
2: seeing uh, a review. Does it have the the mats where you can slot the dice in and stuff like that? Oh, no, I've seen I've seen is, the review
0: for this. Yeah, I haven't yeah, played this it yet. Is chips and yeah, there's a mat where you slot yeah, dice in. Because I think I, I think. Um, yeah, I saw a review for this. So that's when you can it says you can play solo tapestry. I absolutely see that. Aeon's End, Lord of the Rings: Journeys of Middle Earth. Mm. Now here's something that's interesting, right? You can play Lord of the Rings: Journeys of Middle Earth solo because it has an app. Yeah. So you're playing against the against the game, but the app is making the decisions for you.
2: Well, well, the thing about the at least the way that game plays, the, the app really isn't necessary. They could have made, like, a storybook along with it. So it's not necessarily that it's because the app is being dynamic. I, I think there is supposedly some sort of dynamic mechanic with the app, but I haven't noticed it in the times that I've played it. Really? Um, hmm. A lot of it I can see you could make without the app. Okay. Well... I guess the AI during some of the battle portions, yeah. I guess that's kind of really app controlled. But, yeah. But the but the overworld portions, not so
0: much. So uh, there is also the top fifty. This is a list on BGG. Mm-hmm. The top fifty solo games. Ooh. Number one is Seventh Continent. Hmm. I can see it. I like I. And I'm sure Tainted Grail will be up there eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, Mage Knight the board game. Okay. Number two, this War of Mine, the board game. Did you ever play this War of Mine?
2: I did not. I, I have seen it in the game store, staring at me, and I was curious of how it was, because uh, I've certainly heard plenty about the the video game that's uh, that the board game inspired. Uh, but I'm curious about the board so game. So,
0: friend of the show, Francis mm-hmm. has it. Okay, and I I think he kickstarted it. Um. I've never played it. I've heard interesting things about it. Um And those interesting things are it's deep, it's dark, it's disturbing, it's depressing. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, if about, it's anything like it's the video game. It's about trying to, to, to survive and you have to make really tough choices and it's pseudo-legacy. and hmm, okay. So, um, but... I mean number three on this list. That's that's
2: That's pretty good praise.
0: Yeah. Uh Sword and Sorcery, Nemo's War. Nussfjord? I haven't even heard of that. No. Renegade. Ah. Uh, this, this one, number eight, is is all Benjamin. One deck dungeon. I have it. <laughs> I've played it. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> So,
2: yeah, it it's the because the game is so fast and um just the mechanics of the game, it does play really really good solo, but it's a game that I actually really like playing with two players just because you can get really angry no, at don't. the person
0: across from you. No, you don't. You don't because this is how playing with Benjamin goes. So, so do I now don't play that card. Uh, okay. Well, what about that? No, don't play that card. Just let me sit. Let me sit. What do you got in your hand? No, play that card. <laughs> okay. What does this one do? Okay, well, it opens this, and then I can do this, and then look. Boop, 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 boop. I have three swords and two feet, and, and, and the big bad is dead. Uh, did you want to play that card? <laughs> now you're allowed to make a choice because <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It okay. wasn't that bad. But uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you, I'm sorry. I was enjoying myself. You certainly were. Mm. <laughs> no, um I I yeah, I can see playing it solo and with two players. I don't think it Can you even play with Oh, we did try to do that game with you and I and Dixon. So
2: you you can play it with more you need the expansion to play yeah. it with more uh, or else you have some sort of janky mess. Uh, if you to do it with, uh, with more than that, with one.
0: Now I want to see if, uh, what is the villages of Larry or kingdom of Larry is on here. Another game where Benjamin's like, you guys will love this game. Don't take that card. I was planning on taking that card. It's part of my engine. <laughs> well, well, what if I want to take it? <sighs> okay, fine. Oh man. But all it the was tr- part of my engine. <laughs> <laughs> all the truth is coming out tonight, man. I thought I was having fun with you guys. <laughs> Uh, Palm Island, Skies Above the Reich, Friday, Legacy of Dragonholt. Legacy of Dragonholt, I was under the impression was more of a role-playing game. Hmm. Huh. Sprawlopolis, Leaving Earth, The Lost Expedition. Wow. I am like, and what's weird is these are all 2015, 2016, 2017. I'm looking at this list and I'm trying to to find something I... I recognize yeah. here <laughs> V Command Fallout. Okay, yeah. Uh V Commandos was before that, Star Trek Frontiers before that. D-Day on Omaha Beach, Deep Space D6. Castles of Burgundy the dice game. This is interesting to me because I have Castles of Burgundy, which is a fantastic um euro game. Hmm. Um you might like that actually, looking towards economic games. Okay. It's um we'll have to get that out. Uh, I haven't played the dice game. I heard they released a dice game, but I haven't played it. Dawn of the Zeds. It's got to be a zombie game. Uh, Onirim. O-N-I-R-I-M. Hmm. Dungeon Alliance. Four Against the Darkness. Wait. One Deck Dungeon. Forest of the Shadows.
2: That feels like they're cheating. Putting it <laughs> twice on the list here.
0: Uh, Escape Tales. Darkest Night. Coffee Roaster. Oh, there we go. So and apparently, Coffee Roaster was printed in twenty fifteen. I do know Stronghold just reprinted Coffee Roaster, like in December. Okay. Um. Wow. So, given a quick scan here, D one hundred Dungeon Hostage Negotiate Glue Killforth is on here. Mm-hmm. Tiny Epic Defenders. Have you played any of the Tiny Epic games? No, I have not. Huh. Wow. I am. Dude, I, I am giving this a quick scan. I I'm I'm at a loss. Uh clearly we don't play enough. We don't play by
2: ourselves enough here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 61. Firefly Adventures, Brigands in Browncoats. That's interesting to me because that was a Firefly game that came out. Uh I remember seeing it at Adepticon. Couple of years ago, I think the D six generation guys were playing it, and um, I seem to remember that being one of the complaints about the game hmm. is that it might as well just be a solo game. Okay, so this is a, this potentially is a game that plays really well solo, but it's a cooperative game. So you, it wasn't quote unquote intended to play solo, but plays better solo.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, to, I like we're... Flick them up, dead of winter. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to go with... I'm not a solo guy. Yeah, huh. Guess not. Because we got all the way down to 100, and I only recognize like half a dozen of those.
2: Okay, well... Well, I guess see you, Bill,
0: I need to go play some <sighs> yeah. games by myself yeah, here. You're telling me. Whew. Um If you have a regular gaming group. Is there a reason? Well, you have a regular gaming group. I do. And I So do you look I I guess the question would be this. Do you look for solo games? Like, do you get into certain moods where you're like really looking for a game. I'm just going to take, head out, and go play? Or is it while you're looking around, you come across a review, or you hear somebody talking about a game, or even you're playing a game, and you're like, you know, this would do well solo.
2: So a little bit of option one, a little bit of option three. So I do actively look for solo games, because at least the way that our game group is, it's like every week somebody goes... I bought this new game. Let's play this new game. What? I bought this new game. Um what? so I mean I'm part of the problem too, not just not just Bill here. <laughs> but um
0: it sounds like we have a game group of alpha gamers. Like I are know. you kidding me?
2: <laughs> Such a good problem to have, but uh but yeah, there's cuz there's so much that there's also, you know, kinds of games that I know that in general our gaming group would not enjoy as a group but that i really like uh we'll take card games for example um i uh i cannot get enough card games so a lot of times i'm buying card games for myself um also just the fact of games that look really interesting that i might not buy them but if i see there is an option to play it solo that's a thing that i will that will will, you know draw me over the edge Um, because I go, you know, we might not get around to this, but I'll at least be able to play it myself and experience it. Um, That makes sense. Certainly something, but also just... um,
0: (laughs) So here's some fun for you. Um, So I I have found myself in situations where, like, to answer the same question, often when I am on the road and I end up somewhere longer than i intended Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right uh i fly in and i realize i didn't think ahead and i'm there for three nights not one or two something like that um there are times when i where i haven't brought a game and i will wander out to a game store like the number of times i've actually considered picking up one deck dungeon Mm -hmm. right because i know it's a a decent solo game, and then you know, I could just you know,
2: oh, so tiny and
0: <laughs> fits in the suitcase. Oh, yeah. When, uh, um, there are times like that that I've looked for solo games. Uh, there are times like that that I pack solo games on my way out the door, and I've been like, I know I'm not gonna want to go out. Like, maybe I'm not renting a car, or I'm ubering, or or you know, I know I'm getting in late, but I'm not gonna feel like going to sleep right away. And I'll be like, yeah, let me bring a game along and maybe I'll play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part. I am on the other side where I try a game either because I'm trying to learn it to teach it or we'll play a game and I'll be like, huh, I wonder how this plays solo. Hmm. Now, there was one game. uh, There's a game called Commissioned, which I really enjoy. Um, Commissioned plays, I want to say, up to five players. And you are playing... The apostles from the first century church trying to build the church, the Christian church. Hmm. So you're playing Paul and Luke, and and you're traveling around uh, an old-time map of Europe. That was a game that I sat down, opened it up, tried to teach to my family, Mm -hmm. and was like, ooh, hey... Okay, let's, uh, and I actually got up, like, the next morning before any, this is, the girls were still living here and stuff, like, I got up the next morning, went downstairs and was like, I gotta figure out how this game works. Yeah. And sat down. Now, that was actually a cool game, because it was one where I started to play. Super challenging. uh, More challenging than I expected. Even looking at the game had, like, caught me completely off guard It was like, wait, I lost? That can't be right. Let me re-rack and try this again. <laughs> Wait, I lost? Wait, that can't be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was very good for learning the game, learning the mechanics of the game, and being able to teach myself. And then the game actually played really well solo. And it is challenging enough that it is a cooperative game that plays really well with multiple players. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of interesting. So, so here's some other fun. Um, I track my games. The listener should know that. Uh, digging down through here, I have The Paper Tails Lich King, which is the solo AI for Paper Tales. Oh, I didn't know that game had a solo AI. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, it, it is, it's a funky drafting game. Uh, Paper Tails Lich King, um, he oh, may have an 85% win rate against me. <laughs> Just saying, um, hasn't won all of his games. Unlike the Star Trek Ascendancy Borg. <laughs> How many times have they beat you? 100%. We don't need to talk about the numbers. <laughs> Moving on. Look away. Look away. Um, yeah, I'm kind of. I have a lot of people on here that I've played. Hmm. hmm. Black Rose Wars Chrono. Uh Black Angels Hal. Oh yeah, I've been curious of, to ask you how that how that is. So it also has a one. Uh, I only tracked one game against it, but um, which is weird because I feel like I played two or three games against it when I played. Um, it was a good AI. That one was kind of interesting. There's things built. So Black Angel is. I don't think we've reviewed Black Angel. We might have to do a review of Black Angel.
2: If we haven't, I I think that'd be apt to do.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I've played enough games of that now that I would be down for doing a review of it. Um, Black Angel is a game that has multiple sub-games. Is that a good way to... Like, there's multiple component mechanisms in the yeah, game that a lot all of, fit together into one master game. Yeah, a lot of
2: subsystems to it.
0: Yeah. Um, complicated, but really good dice-drafting worker placement. A um, tableau
2: element to it.
0: Yeah. What I found interesting about that is the AI for that, for solo play. And it it is not something you play... Like, some of the AIs for Stonemaier games and whatnot, you could put them in a game... Like, if you and I want to play a three-player game of Tapestry, mm-hmm. it could be you and I and a, and the AI. You and I and the AI. Like at that. Aww. 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 Um, you and I and the Automa.
1: hmm
0: How, for Black Angel, is not that way. It is very much, you're either playing opponents or you're playing How.
2: Okay, so it's kind of like uh, not just a substitute player but kind of a Unique sort of game mode all in itself,
0: but that well, no, uh, because it doesn't change the base mechanics doesn't change the base mechanics. What it does do is cards will flip up to tell you what to play, and then there's built into the current game on the on the hyperspace map, there's those comets
1: mm-hmm.
0: those comets have a specific meaning. Only for the automa, only for the AI. Okay, And so basically the way that Hal works, I mean, I don't know. I guess you can play cooperative against Hal, but I just don't think it quite works well. Like Hal starts with all of his robots. Mm. Wow. Right? But it's not as much of an advantage as as it would seem because he's not making a ton of choices. Um, Yeah, there's different things like that, that uh, in in certain places... um, like, there's certain rules for the for the AI, for the HAL AI, for when it re-rolls its dice. It always re-rolls its dice at the same time. It will always buy dice from you. It always has resources to buy dice. It gets victory points on its own when you give it resources. Um, but there's still a lot of, like, to play the game. Well, I haven't beat it, so... Yeah. To to play the game, you still have to make the normal choices you would make with another player. Hmm. Okay. Um and in this case they're a bit more punishing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. So yeah, that was an interesting game mode. And it was another good way to learn to play the game. Kind of refine what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Black Black Angel is still one of the hardest games I have found to teach.
2: Well, it is because of all those different things, and you really can't see how everything interlocks until basically you're three-fourths through your first game, I really say. Nothing clicks until the end.
0: We just played another game like that the other day. What did you... uh... Uh, What was it?
2: Oh, uh, well, it was past the first turn, but Tricarian was a game that we played... I got super salty because I'm like, I see I messed up the first turn so bad. I know I'm not going to win. <laughs> right. Let for, me just at least for, poke all the elements of the game. Of five, and, yeah, and at least see how this thing works. But certainly
0: excited to try that again. So Tricarian has a um, Tricarian has a solo mode that I have not tried yet. Now, I am super excited for Tricarian. I am. Incredibly happy that I got it. Huge kudos to the Secret Cabal podcast for recommending it. And it's a game that uh, one of their hosts, Chris, loves all the games from the company that makes Tricarian. Um, I will admit, I'm a little intimidated to set up the solo mode of Tricarian. <laughs> like, like It is one thing to set that game up when you know other people are going to play, even if it's only one other person. How do I say this? That is not an unintimidating game to set up. Yes. <laughs> right. and that took a while. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's all sorted, so it's easier for me than, than most people. Like, I have the organizers. Yeah. And it, and it really is straightforward, and it is still an intimidating game. to <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, really good, though. Hmm. Yeah, one of these days I'm going to have to drag that out. That's another great example. Um, Joan of Arc.
2: Joan of Arc, yeah. How, have you that th- that has some solo campaigns to it, right, or solo missions to it?
0: It has at least one. Okay. It has. My mother in law gives me a really she, like that is the game she makes the biggest jokes about right now <laughs> because I got up one morning. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. And now, let me caveat: my Joan of Arc is not painted. And it's still in all of the boxes that it came in that can be stacked up almost as tall as I am. Mm. Um, I got up, it was like 8 or 8.30 in the morning. And I knew our friend Josh was coming over my place at like 2. And I'm like, eh, I got plenty of time. My mother-in-law was over for whatever holiday it was. Her and my wife were like watching TV. So I went in, got my Joan of Arc game, brought it to the living room. Like uh, we have a sitting room, set up the game for the solo mission. My mother-in-law came out. She's like, "What? What are you? What are you doing?" And I'm like, I'm, I, "There's a solo way to play this game," and I think I'm just gonna play it, you know, solo by myself. And well, what, you get all that stuff out. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah," but I mean, I'll get everything cleaned up by the time Josh shows up. And then Josh showed up. And I was like two turns into the solo, and I was like, What? Just that is such an incredibly complex game. It was as complex, if not more so, to set up the solo as it was when we played at the store and set up the three or four player. Oh, yeah. Like, there's so much setup for that game that that's another one that I'm like, I would that's a game I would set up once and just leave out just because that's the only sane way to do it, except I have a cat. Yeah. You <laughs> can <laughs> have some missing pieces oh, when you yeah. come back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a game you got to set up and just, I, there's so much involved. It's such a great game, but there's so much involved. Because I think when we f- did like the very first setup at the story it was
2: like 25 minutes of setup, some, some ridiculous amount of time. Just and just, I was prepared. Oh, yeah. I saw you were, You had everything. Like, I had and
0: printouts and I had stuff sorted and it was still, yeah. Oh, boy. And then, of course, I mean, you guys had a good point. Well, any game where where your friends have to have to say, well, maybe if you brought a separate printout for all of us, mm-hmm. so we can all try to help, that one you might want to rethink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, anything else we should talk about about solo games? <sighs> about solo
2: games, um, I think we pretty much covered most of it. Why why they're good? You know, kind of where they fit in the gaming schedule, sort of things. Um, some good recommendations for solo games. Um, so
0: what would your top
2: three be? We haven't done that. So my top three are the ones I've enjoyed the most. Um, I would say probably at the top, um, probably... Nobody's going to get this. But Apocrypha for me, I really, really like that game (laughs) so much.
0: That's not true. Seven people backed it on
2: Kickstarter. I know. And like five people returned it probably. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, that's number one. Number two, Shocker, another card game, Aeon's End. (laughs) And then number three... What do you
0: like about Aeon's End?
2: Aeon's End, I'm just a sucker.
0: Because Aeon's End, I mean, I think we've talked about it, right? Aeon's End is very much a drafting... Deck building game. Yes. So, it, what it, makes a good solo? I really like it because, uh,
2: as I was touching on a little bit early before, there's so much. It's a game that has a heck of a lot of content and a heck of a lot of ways you can set up missions there's so many different um bosses you can fight there's so many different characters you can play as there's so many different market cards there's always every time i pull it out there's some interaction that i've never seen before and the thing is is when you're playing it as a group it can kind of slow down a lot um because of all these different things uh when you're playing it as a single player it's Because the way that the game plays, there's kind of characters that are kind of like support characters. They don't do really any cool flashy things, but they're super important. Mm, And you have characters that are the, you know, the... Boom, bam! I'm the main guy who takes the bad guy down. So that's why I think it's great for solos because you don't have that person who has the sort of the lesser experience of well, I'll play the support guy. I'm not really doing any damage. I'm just helping you draw cards, or all I'm doing is I'm just building up charges while the other guy's like, boom, take ten damage. Boom, take twelve damage. Oh, I'm drawing, you know, thirteen cards in a turn or something ridiculous. Um, so at least the you know kind of the optimal way to play against some of the bosses it kind of ends up being that way. But but the sheer amount of content that you get to play through and the relatively fast setup and uh, breakdown of the game. um, I don't know. That's why I really enjoy it. So, so much to go through. So, that's your two. My two. Uh, Number three. Apocrypha again? (laughs) Um, If only. Just to really
0: drive that home.
2: Yeah. So, number three. It's probably... A tie between either Sherlock or, I would say, um, one of the um, choose-your-own-adventure games. Uh, I really like those games. Uh, oh yeah, my wife uh, and I did not. So that 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 would absolutely puzzles me, and I. I don't know. One of these days, I kind of want to play play the game with you, even though I've already played yep. like all the versions like five times or something ridiculous. But it's something I don't know. I
0: just feel like you're missing something <laughs>
2: oh, I'd love that game,
0: <laughs> or but I love both of them. I I really thought I would as well. Like those games are good. The there's the a lot of people like the exit games, which I think also work well either in a group or solo. Yes, uh, unlock and exit. Mm-hmm. I've played those. Um, I'm not a fan of those either. What's weird to me is I, both my wife and I, when we were kids, I know, way before, like, your time, <laughs> Benjamin. Before well, I was a like, glimmer in um, someone's eye. <laughs> when we were ki- like, when we were kids, grade school and high school, we read the Choose Your Own Adventures.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when they came out with the game and it was like, oh, it's... And we looked and we were like, it's literally the book in a set of cards. This is awesome. Mm. And we sat down for a couple of hours to try to play it and we're like... Uh, not so awesome. Oh, no. I don't get it. And my wife was like, we're selling this. And I have a little collection of games. Yeah. So it's not like we couldn't have just put it on the shelf if we passably like no. she was like, we're selling this. Oh,
2: such a shame. So, <laughs> so much enjoyment
0: for 20 bucks. Oh, I love those games. Yeah, I, 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 I can't even disagree. It just wasn't for me. Huh. So, um, my top three solo games. I huh. My my number one's tough. So my number three I think is pretty pretty straightforward, pretty easy. Actually my number one might be pretty easy right now. I am so horribly addicted to uh Tainted Grail right now. Mm-hmm. Just just I mean, I am I am infatuated with that game.
1: Hmm.
0: that I, that would be my number one right now because I can see that it plays well solo.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Even though I'm playing in a group and you can play it in a group, it also plays well solo. And it's a game that you could play solo, go through the story, which is 40 hours of story. If you just go straight through and still it, and you can still sit down with a group and play it with a group. Hmm. And, This is why I say that we just died in literally my group, right? The, the, my wife, Josh, and I have been playing. We just died six chapters into the 15 chapters, 15 chapters, make up 40 hours of gameplay. We made it six chapters in and died. And there's a, you can die, recover. So this was our second death. Mm which was our final death. Ooh, And we restarted in the same night because we're all that much into it. And immediately went and did something at the start of the game where everybody, everybody went, wait, we missed this last time. When did this happen? Are you sure this happens on this card? And we've already seen like f- within the first two hours of restarting when we were heavily exploring and everything I would say half of that half or more of that two hours has not repeated huh. just by making different choices in the starting area yeah wow like so think about how how much different directions you can go in a game like that mm-hmm. um so yeah I yeah that's definitely my number one my number three is is a wide ranging tie. So, Fire Team Zero. Uh, fire Team Zero is a campaign style game. And it's um, basically you are in, you're playing a, a fire team of four people. In uh, World War II. It uh, came out in 2015. And it's put out by uh, Emergent, a company called Emergent Games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it was a Kickstarter. has some miniatures. Big box. Uh, Fireteam Zero. Order of the Vampire Hunters. Another game that's a campaign-style game. You play a team. You put them on the board. Dark Souls. Dungeon Crawl. You play a... All three of those are different. They can play multiple players. If you're willing, they will work perfectly fine playing solo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dark Souls I actually think is more more well balanced solo. Um, the other two I don't think you lose anything. Fire Team Zero is actually a game that I've tried to get. So like you with the card games, right? I've tried yeah. to get I've tried to get our gaming group, different members of our gaming group, into playing Fire Team Zero because I think it's so cool. And everybody's like, eh. yeah. So I've actually played through two complete missions. To like, uh, they, they, the missions, quote unquote, are called Monster Families. I've played two through two complete Monster Families on my own solo, mm. right? I have the I have the models painted. I put them on the table. I like I <laughs> I think they're really cool.
1: Yeah. So
0: it's um, I I would say any of those types of games, and these are these are cooperative. Campaign style games, but they're mission based. I think mm-hmm. that's the other thing, right? Yeah. Um, Tainted Grail is a long story. Sherlock Holmes is is a is a couple of longer stories. These are, I can replay. Like every Monster Family has three missions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can replay any of those missions. It'll be slightly different. Based on the cards I pick and stuff like that, but I could replay anyone individually, or sit down and play them back to back to lay out the story. Oh,
2: especially solo. I imagine it can go real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's still a couple of hours. Hmm. So, but that's those are I would recommend those over some of the grindy games like Zombie Side and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Dark Souls, Fire Team Zero, Order of the Vampire Hunters, any of those I, I think would be fine. Um. You know, I think my number two would be uh Spirit Island. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what else I've set up to play solo. And Spirit Island just works really well. Okay. It it just it it just works. Um and it works solo. Yeah. You know? I'm trying hmm. to think of what else is in my uh I Gloom That would be my alternate for uh Spirit Island. Okay. Because I've really enjoyed Gloom. Like, I've, I've really enjoyed the story behind Gloom, and I've replayed it a couple times. It's different every time I play. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy to save. So, those have been my recommendations. I think that's it.
2: Nothing else, really, that I don't think we haven't, you know. So go play with yourself. <laughs> you heard it, your phone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gamers Lounge Um know there was a little bit of break, I, I acknowledge that there was a little bit of a break in between uh, sort of misstepped there but uh, we should be coming fairly regularly through this year so with that said uh, you know, the normals you can reach us with any comments or uh, questions at bill at gamerslounge.coder.net you can um, Find us on Facebook You can find us on iTunes uh, You can find us on Stitcher And on Google Play And uh, overall I hope you enjoy uh, If you haven't picked up your Spring Fling tickets yet This is the time to do it uh, springflingcodanet Slash tickets Grab your tickets, come on out uh, And spend some time with us at the Spring Fling in May So with that, uh, I'm going to let you go. Thanks a lot.